Thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We talk about politically correct terms. Also, Paula went to the gun range. This and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shop lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Can we say they're lollipop kids? Paula? Can you hold on just a second? This is going to take me a few minutes. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 403. Uh, uh. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what that was. Uh, I don't know what uh, happened. You know what happened? I, I, okay. You know what? I have PMS. That's exactly what it is. Hey, so do I. On the way to, I dropped Olivia off. She got to school kind of early today because they were just like ready to go. And Brian's like, mom, mom. And I'm like, what? I had fallen asleep on the couch while they were getting ready. Cause. Oh just, yeah. I went to bed really late and I woke up early. And so I dropped Olivia off at school, but it was kind of early. And so mm. Ryan doesn't start school till eight 30 and we were leaving Olivia at school at like seven fifty. Oh, so shit. you were on time today yeah. for you. So I told Ryan, um, like, can we go get a Starbucks? No, he's like, mom, where are we going? I'm like, we're going to Wendy's. Uh-huh. There's a little donut place behind Wendy's. And yeah. for some reasons, donuts don't make me sick. I don't know why. And oh, the, so you can have gluten and donuts. Well, I just don't know what it is. I mean, it probably ultimately does not do good things for me. But well, Paula, it does. Donuts do nothing good for anyone. I mean, honestly, it's it's fried bread. Maybe, (laughs) maybe it's the type of flour that they use to make donuts. It does not have a lot of gluten in it. Maybe it's it's like super fine or something. I don't really know. So I got a six pack or a half a dozen or whatever you call them. And so before we started, I was like shoving a jelly donut in my mouth. Oh my God, Paula, you know what? I have to tell you, I, I love donuts so much. I do. They're so fucking good. I am not kidding. If someone said you can have whatever you want and it won't affect, I'm like, get me a dozen donuts stat. They're so good. I'll eat them all day. I will literally eat them all day. That's all I'm going to eat today. I know it. Oh and Brian's God. just like, are you going to get a dozen? I said, no. And he's like, why not? I'm like, because I'll eat them all. <laughs> so I'm all. like, I have to get a half a dozen. I can mow through a chocolate or a maple bar in like three seconds. When I eat I know. those, I'm like, I could do a contest and I would win. It's like those hot dog eating <laughs> contests. I'd be like, so nah, nah, nah. I love them so much. <laughs> I do like the I know I like the maple and chocolate bars, but I really love the cakey round donuts where they're more cakey than fried. Like I hate Krispy Kreme and all. I hate oh, those okay. garbage ones. The one I got was the chocolate bar, and they do this thing where they cut it down the middle and then squirt uh, like really, this really heavy whipped cream in the middle. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> so I divine. said to myself, I was home by myself, <laughs> so I picked it up and I looked at it, and I'm like, I wonder if this is what boys see when they go down on a woman. <laughs> I was just okay, Paula. I was totally thinking that. I was like, is this the vagina cake? I know. And I'm just like, because if this is what they see, then I totally get it. I would eat this whole thing. Did you lick it? Did you of lick it? I did, because there was like a little, you know, squirt at the end that was hanging off. So I had to a get little, that piece. Oh, my God. You know a what? Maybe, something. Maybe this is exactly what it's like for men. Who knows? Our male listeners, please chime in. Please let us know. Is it like eating a donut with cream in it? <laughs> Is that what it's like going down on a lady? Because please, you know what, Paula? I mean, I can't get uh, him. A- I can't get Daryl away from my genitals. He is all about it every time. He's like, I'm like, this is just part of the repartee now. Like literally since day one, 
I, I can't get him away from me. And, I, and I've asked him, I'm like, aren't you sick of it by now? He's like, I could do it literally twice a day. And I'm like, you're insane. You're insane. Anyway. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Really quick. Eddie Money died today. I heard it's, that. I don't know why. I think it's because it was it wasn't cool to like Eddie Money. But I loved Eddie Money, and I just well, it, didn't, I didn't want to admit it to myself until I started listening to some of his songs today. You know, Two Tickets to Paradise is literally the worst song he has. The He's only got reason, some good stuff. The only reason why I liked it is because he did that commercial, and um, there was <laughs> he was at like a travel, uh, what do they call those two? A travel agency, and there was like a family there, and he's all, I've got two tickets to paradise. <laughs> and then yeah. like the very end, he's got the tickets. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. <laughs> and the family's kind of looking at him like, what the hell? I'm not saying it's a bad song, but this was one of my favorite ones here. I didn't know he sang that. Yeah, he sings this one. And then um, this one's, I think, I want to say this is, I also like this one, actually. What song is it? I want to go back. And do it oh, all I love that over. song. I love that it reminds too. me he, of like the end of an '80s movie. Yes, he he had a lot of really good songs. I forgot about. He was the one that got diagnosed with like stage four esophageal cancer, like yes. like three weeks ago or something. Right? A month ago, and he made a statement saying, "You know, however long I live is how long I live." You know, and then he passed away. But they they say the diagnosis came, and then he died like a month later. Like he literally just found out. How do you not know you have something like that? I don't know. You know, here's the thing with men. They will live in denial forever. Yeah, you know, they, they are pretty extreme. Either that, you yeah. know, they get a paper cut and they go to the doctor right. or, you know, they'll walk around with like, you know, a 10 pound cyst on their nutsack <laughs> and be like, well, you Behind know, I thought it would get better. Yeah, How long you like, oh, about five years. I don't know. Right. Well, it's <laughs> like, for example, yeah, you have the extremes. Like my son came home yesterday from work. Mom, I cut my knuckle. I'm like, <laughs> all right. I'm like, well, was it addressed? And he's like, yeah. And I go, well, is it a scratch or a cut? And he goes, it's a cut. And I'm like, well, I don't see a finger hanging. I think you're going to live. He's like, well, I'm just telling you. I'm like, well, thanks for, thanks for well, sharing. Well, wash it with soap and water. And, I said, yeah, as know, I said, I go, did you hope did it doesn't you? become gangrene or something? <laughs> I said, I go, we can't have it becoming gangrenous. Can you like <laughs> do something about it? <laughs> wash your hands. Jesus. Yeah, that's usually my answer. I'm like, well, did you at least wash your hands with soap and water? Jeez. And Hot the fact water. that we even have to ask. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I tell my kids so many times a day to go wash their hands. Oh, I, I don't touch children's hands ever. I don't. don't. It's know. usually because I've touched the clicker or our controller and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, right, my God, I need a Lysol wipe and I need you guys to go wash your hands. OK, listen, Paula, this is a thing that will go on until the day we die. Daryl likes to snack and watch television. <sighs> And that's totally fine, except that the clicker feels like it's been in some monster's asshole. It is so <laughs> disgusting. I'm like, I'm literally holding it with two fingers. I'm like, why does this feel like oil and disgust? He's like, what are you talking about? Go, what were you eating? Like, what were you eating? Fried chicken? And he's like, no. And I'm like, get me the Clorox wipes, like immediately. And he gets up all like a kid. Ugh. I'm not dirty. I'm like, I know you're not dirty, but your hands apparently are so give me this and then go wash your hands with dawn liquid soap 
please. My kids, like our clicker or the, the controllers, it feels like someone had like three interviews that day and like didn't <laughs> wash their hands in between Ooh. and then like came home and watched like and changed the channels for two hours. Seriously. And what's sad is that the clicker situation isn't going away because my children are all grown. And mm-hmm. so this is just my life. Why, why are we the only ones that obsessively wash our hands? I don't obsessively wash my hands, but I don't like touching things that are gross. And I'm very aware of everything. Well, I don't like my don't hands feeling clammy or dirtier. Oh, no. Like I, so I fact, wash them all the time. I will lotion my hands every night because when I wake up in the morning, they're just soft. But I can't lotion them during the day. It feels weird to have. I can't wear lotion at all. The only time I'll wear slick. lotion is if I've washed my hands too much. And they feel well, really like dry because I use Dawn soap. <laughs> maybe you have a touch of OCD. <laughs> you might have a hint, a hint of it. But anyway, um, okay. So Eddie Money died. We're sad about it, and I've I feel like I'm in a safe place where I can admit that I actually liked him very much, and it was something that I refused to admit publicly or even to myself. But now I think today, now that he's passed, I can say with full with a full heart that I absolutely was a fan of Eddie Money. <laughs> I don't know why that's a bad thing. Maybe like when I don't you were know. a teenager, it was like not cool to like Eddie Money or something. Uh, Maybe you know what? Eddie Maybe. Money was the Justin Bieber of your time. I don't know. I don't know, but it's dumb because I always liked him. I really did. And I was like, God damn it, he's dead? I was like, 70 so young. You know what? Cancer's such an asshole. Wait, how old was he? 70. Actually, that's that's pretty good for a rock star. Well, that is true. And you know what? He was hard on his body. Well, he didn't look so good. No, the partying ways did not do him well. When their hair and their face look the same, yeah. then you know that it's it's not good. When you're ashen from head to toe. <laughs> right? When, you, yeah. when, when you're you're, the, your rough. hair and face look like leaves, then. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you've survived something, that's for sure. But anyway, I'm... I am I am very sad for his family. His family was real tight. His kids and wife and everything. I mean, Aww. they were real close. So that is really sad. But thank you for all of the music that I was ashamed to admit that I loved. But because I did. I really, really did. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, moving on, Daryl's been traveling. He was in L.A. And then on the following day, right after he got back, he had to go to Napa for an appointment because he works with the winery there. And oh, he just had to, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's his favorite client. And he's like, anytime that they have a meeting and they invite him, he's like, absolutely coming because we love Napa. So I said, oh, I'll go with you to Napa. And he goes, well, yeah, but I have a meeting. And then what are you going to do? I'm like, I know Napa like I know Sacramento. I, I, I'll i be fine. Plus, I had some errands to run and I can just do them in Napa. I needed to go to Target. So why oh. not? Napa has a Target, I guess, huh? They have two Targets. I thought they only had like, you know, mom and pop shops and Whole Foods and crap like that. No, Napa's pretty normal. It's, you know, it's normal. I mean, it's got the, the world class everythings, but the, for the normal people who live there, there's actually areas where the regulars live. And so I and I know where all that is. So I yeah. so I dropped them off, went to Target and it w- I'm like, oh, this would be my life maybe one day. Maybe this will be my target. I have no That's idea. right. Because you guys want to move there. Right. This is what I love about Napa. You the, the the tourism and everything, you think it's very white, but when you're there, it's very diverse. There's a lot of diversity in Napa because it's Bay Area. It's not all white people. And so when I pulled up, it was just literally the rain. It was like a Benetton ad, which I loved. I love it so much. And so I'm walking towards Target and I go in and there's a woman and she's visibly angry 
Oh. And she, but she's beautiful, gorgeous, nine and a half months pregnant. Oh, no. And so she's got a basket full of stuff and she's getting ready to check out. And she's wearing this gorgeous maxi dress. She's pristine. She looks beautiful. Of course, pregnant women actually mostly look pretty good. But nobody looks good in a maxi dress. She looked adorable. She had a beautiful little body and a huge ass belly. And she was angry. And I was like, well, when I was nine months pregnant, I was pretty mad, too, because you're miserable. I didn't go anywhere when I was nine months pregnant. I saw a giant T-shirt with my legs wide open. She was in labor. (gasps) And she was pissed because she was at Target. (laughs) And she was like, it wasn't like the every five minutes call the ambulance labor. It was that pre-labor where it's too early to go to the hospital and they want you to walk. And, you know, that thing, that part of labor. Yes. This just all started is my guess. And so they probably said, listen, there's nothing you can do. Go for a walk. Get ready because you're probably having this baby tonight. But right now you're like two centimeters and you're just getting contractions every like 15 minutes or whatever. So she reminded me of me when I was pregnant and in labor in that early labor phase, because whenever you hit a contraction, instead of just breathing through it, I'd get furious. Oh, okay. because I don't like the pain and I'm just like, there's no control because you have no control. That's basically what it is. So she's walking around. She's like, Hur! you know, she could see how furious she was and grimacing a bit. And so finally she checked out, but she had, you know, diapers and a, a diaper genie. And like she was like mad dashing it because she was trying. She's like, I thought I had another week, you know, oh, so getting she probably through was early, yeah, a I little early, you. although she did not look early. <laughs> She looked like that baby could come any minute. And it just made me, it just reminded me of when I was in pre-labor where I was just really furious because you have no control over or say about anything. You just have to kind of, you're just the conduit at this point, right? But I thought it was funny to actually see another woman like that. I'm like, oh, I'm not, I thought I was the only one that refused to accommodate nature. (laughs) She obviously was (laughs) on the same path, which was really, and I was like, oh, well, and in my mind, I'm like, congratulations, pretty girl. You're going to have a great life. You know, whatever. God, we never looked that great. (sighs) You know, Daryl swears it not to be true. um, But what's he going to say? Well, we actually met when I was pregnant with Mackenzie. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, we were friends, but I mean, I got hired and then was pregnant within like three months of getting the job. Oh, I bet they were thrilled about that. They were very unhappy, (laughs) but there was nothing they could do. That's like someone's worst nightmare. (laughs) Oh God, I'm sure. And now knowing because of HR, Mm -hmm. you working in HR, it's like the kiss of death. It's like, God damn it. So, but no. So he saw me from the very, he saw me pre- and then all trimesters of pregnancy with Mackenzie and Mackenzie was humongous. And oh, then, right. and then Malia she was, was even, the biggest, wasn't she? No, Malia was even bigger. Oh, and I thought so, Mackenzie was the nine twelve one or something. No, that was, that was Malia. Mackenzie was like nine, eight. Why so, was Malia so huge? Cause Daryl is not a big person. She, it was all in her head. All of it. <laughs> it was the biggest head. She I'd was ever. like pinky in the brain. Daryl has a very large head. It's, just really unnerving when I'll every once in a while I'll look at it and I'll be reminded about how mm-hmm. Malia got stuck because of her head and I'll just look I'm like you have a really big head he's like I know did they now use the just... vacuum on her too or no oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. they almost broke my hips yeah. yeah it was awful it was a horrific experience yeah. luckily she's nice but it was not pleasant anyway so I leave Target 
And I'm like, well, this is, it was basically exactly the same, except when I come out in the parking lot, I see the mountains of Napa Valley. And that was, that was pretty cool. And so I take off and I go back to get Daryl because the appointment's only like an hour and a half and Mm -hmm. I can spend two hours in Target by myself. I don't know about you, but when I don't have children or anywhere to go, I can spend a long time at Target. Well, you know, I don't shop at Target, so it's, oh, that's right. I forgot you're at Small Mart. So went back to pick him up and on my way back, I'm like, oh, this is so pleasant, you know, just driving around. And I look at my rear view. And like I said, we're very aware of our surroundings and of Mm -hmm. details. So I look at my rear view and there's a dude driving and he's got a passenger and I thought it was a child. So I look back, I'm like, wow, that's a weird looking kid. (laughs) It was not a child. It was a man. And he looked like, do you know who Joe Rogan is? Yes. How he's bald and, you know, he's 50 something. Yeah. It looked like Joe Rogan, except that it looked like it was just a head and no legs because he was so short. It was a small person. A little person. It was a little person. (laughs) What's a small person? (laughs) Look, you know, I want to say midget, but you're not allowed. You're not allowed to say that anymore. Right. You know what, though? Can we call it a lollipop? Can we say they're lollipop kids? Absolutely not. Okay. Munchkins? I don't know. Part of me wants to know, though, when these transition happens, mm-hmm. who makes that decision and who decides what time that happens? Like, when does is the there, tra- when does the crossover occur? Is there a society? Like, is it like legislation or is there like an official press release that says you are no longer allowed to call us midgets? Or... I mean, does, does Wikipedia have these this information? Like as of September 1st, <laughs> oh, yeah. 1998, midget is no longer an acceptable term. That is they now, now considered. They well, OK, little people will now go by little people. They'd be like, what do you mean? They I don't well, know. I mean, the people is, who are not um, as tall as people. Well, they suffer from dwarfism, but you can't call them dwarves. But if you looked up in the dictionary, dwarfism is still in there. Because that's the term of the malady. That is what it is called. But we can't call them dwarves. We have to call them little people, right? I don't know. I know midget is mean. And I I think what the problem is, is that our father called our sister midget, Mo Midget, (laughs) all the time. Because she was so short. I mean, What was him with the edges? Because he called you Gidget. He called me Widget. A widget. Yeah. I don't know, Paula. What did he call Stephanie? Harpo. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. <laughs> I should send her an email. Hey, what's up, Harpo? Oh, my God. She would kill you. <laughs> She'd be like, what? She's like, nobody fucking calls me Harpo. <laughs> he called her that. Because- <laughs> he called her that because she refused to speak. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. We're going deep. We're going we're going so deep. God. You know what? I actually looked for a Smurfette shirt the other day because that's what he called me. Smurfette. I looked Mm -hmm. for a Smurfette shirt the other day and I saw him and then I kind of got nauseous. And so I'm just like, Oh, you don't like it? (laughs) I'm just like, you know what? I'm not gonna buy one of these. (laughs) Yeah, that might be a little too weird. you know what? You used to have a Smurfette shirt actually. It was really I know, and I I wanted to see if they had the same one in adult sizes. They probably do. Because Olivia, she saw the pictures of me and two pictures I was wearing the Smurfette shirt. So I, yes. I think I really liked it. Well, you look just like her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I was on Amazon in the novelty section mm-hmm. and um, they had a bunch of Smurfette shirts, but none of them looked like it. And then as I was looking at all these women wearing these Smurfette shirts, I'm just like, 
I don't feel good. <laughs> so it's just oh, like, yeah. I, I, I don't think I want to get the Smurfette shirt anymore. I'm with you. It's, you know what? You can hold some of those memories, but to relive them, it starts to, it starts to get a little too real. Well, like in theory, it sounded good, but then I yeah. was looking at it. I'm like, I don't Ooh. like those shirts. Yeah. No. Like, uh, never mind. I'm out of here. <laughs> it's true. Anyway. All right. Moving on. When I was 19, 18, my boyfriend mm-hmm. at the time got me a gun. Oh, okay. It was a 22. It oh, was okay. it was nothing. It was a little pearl handled 22 and he got it for me because you know, he well, you know, this is like I said where we live, you know, guns are very common and well, uh Orangeville is pretty country. It and- is and there's a lot of land and there's definitely a lot of wildlife and it is what it is. I I will and say he was he was mm-hmm. old fashioned too. Very so old I think fashioned. I think he probably felt like if he wasn't going to be with you, he wanted you to be protected. Right. And so I now we did it the wrong way. It wasn't registered. I didn't have a license, but this was also back in the early, but, early 90s. But did they even have all those laws? I don't or? remember. I honestly don't. I don't know anything about about the licensing and all that garbage. I just know that he gave it to me. He took me out shooting. I found it. Meh. I mean, I didn't feel empowered and I didn't feel like... I felt safer or anything like that. But I also don't have a super strong opinion on gun ownership. I know that uh-huh. if I if I ever own a farm or if I ever have any kind of land, I will absolutely own a gun. Um, Producer Dub is, has a very different opinion on gun ownership. He's had mm-hmm. some gun violence in his, <clears throat> his childhood. And so, therefore, we do not own guns for that reason. And I fully mm-hmm. respect it. But... I don't really care either way. So like for me, it's like, I don't feel like I have to have a a gun, but I also don't, I'm not afraid of gun ownership, Mm -hmm. but I would love to go to a gun range and try a variety of guns to see what it feels like, because I think trying it and feeling it and, and holding the variety of guns kind of takes away the fear of them or it Mm -hmm. gives you the respect of it. Mm-hmm. So you did this. Yeah. So, well, it's no secret that, you know, my ex is in the army. I mean, he's yes. been in for you know almost 20 years. Right. So he's around weapons all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so I have never really gone to the range though, remarkably, because I've always been pretty terrified of guns. Right. And so, um, but now that I'm a little older and I think I just have a healthier outlook, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I was ready to go to the range and just check it out. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he had me try out a, a nine millimeter, which is like the next step from a 22. It, yeah. Uh, it's I, a little I don't more know. powerful. I would and imagine. So um, he showed me, you know, like the safety features, you know, if, you know, don't point it at someone if you're, you know, like, like when you're holding it, even if it's mm-hmm. not loaded and all, you know, just all those things, sure. you know, just, just, just how basic, to, you know, basic gun safety. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, um, we bought our targets and then, you know, how to aim. And there's usually like two little aimers and then the one at the end, and then you got to try and make them like flush. Sure. So that way when you point it and <clears throat> the first, <laughs> right when we walked in, <laughs> I had my little earmuffs on They're pink. Right. Yes. And I I have my glasses and there was already one person in the range. And so before we even got in there, I'm like, do not scream, do not scream, do not scream. (laughs) So we got into our little booth. It's just like little partition walls separating you. So he was showing me something on TV. So the first guy started shooting and I was like, "Ah!" oh, God, is it loud? Even with the earmuffs, the other guy's gun was really loud. Oh, 
And so after I screamed, the guy I heard a long pause, and then the other guy started shooting again. So you I think what? he was just like, what the hell was that? Probably <laughs> the second, you know, the first time you hear it, it's fun. You're not going to scream every time, right? Just the first time. No, but it is, it is, is really loud. It's jarring. Yeah. And so I was just like, my goodness. And so mm-hmm. I actually had to go put the little sponge earphones in and then the or earbuds and then my headphones on because it was so right. loud. Yeah. That's so alarming. <laughs> I thought it was. So. Yeah. We got our stuff all together and then we put the target out to like 15 feet, I think, or something. It's really not that far or Mm -hmm. 10 feet. I don't know. Sure, sure. So Victor went first so I could watch him and, um, you know, he looks perfect because he does it all the time. Yeah, he trains for it. And then, you know, then I walk up there, you know, piddly old me. Does the gun feel heavier than you think? It does, especially because it's loaded with a, a magazine with like, uh, yeah. uh, I don't even know how many bullets were in there, but um, yeah, I don't know. It is heavy. The thing is, is that when you have to like uh, rack it backwards, okay. like you pull the, the, the like the top back. Yeah, to, the sleeve or whatever. Yeah. I couldn't do it. because Oh, is it too hard? <laughs> the spring is really tight. So oh. he's like, okay, pull it back and push it forward at the same time. So I'm like, <laughs> and I was like trying as hard as I could. Like it won't go. There's something wrong with it. He's like, okay. He's like, don't don't pull your arms so far. Keep your arms tight, and then just push and pull. And I'm like, ah. oh <laughs> my god. Uh, Finally, I got it after like six tries. Do you think it's because you were nervous? No, I think it's because I'm weak. Oh, I have no upper arms. body strength. And so okay. I'm just like, well, this is not working. This is not so, going well so far. <laughs> like if someone, you know, breaks into the house or whatever, I'm like, can you hold on just a second? Just this hold on. Gonna, this is going to take, take like six me, times. This is going to take you a few minutes. <laughs> and so that's funny. I finally got it. So I was aiming at my target and everything. And then the first shot, it like almost blew me backwards. I was really, just like, oh, oh is it really strong kick? It really did. And like, you know, it, I, I closed my eyes. I could feel my head kind of jostle back. And I was just like, oh, my God. And my hands just like almost flew straight up in the air. Oh, my and gosh. And I was just, it's not like the movies. It's definitely not like no. the movies. No. Because there, they're just like pew, 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 pew. Well, I and, mean, do you, you feel, know. how do you feel? I mean, did you ever improve? Oh, I mean, once I, after the first one, I realized like what was happening. But, you know, I, I was nervous just because I'd never done anything like that before and I know know what those things can do and but at the same token you know I was just trying to really focus I guess and so remarkably I did really well on the target and so that's really good I was concentrating but Mm -hmm. um it it put things in a lot of perspective it's very real it's very real I think that it is a really good idea for people who are afraid to, but uh, not unwilling, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, Daryl shot a, a lot of guns in his life. He's done a lot of, you know, because I told him that you you tried, you went to the gun range. And mm-hmm. I actually have always wanted to go to a gun range personally. Mm-hmm. I've never been and I would love to go. And because that's really the place to do it. If, you, yeah. if you're unfamiliar with something, that's where you're supposed to go. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've, t- I've had discussions where I've taken it a step further where I thought 
Now, Paula, I know that my mind would be changed. I'm just telling you what I thought. Mm-hmm. That I wouldn't hate the idea of hunting for my oh, okay. for my food, not just mm-hmm. for fun, but for food. So we went to this butcher, and I'm not getting off track, but I'm just saying we went to this butcher shop up in Folsom, and they sell game. And so mm-hmm. I bought an an elk steak, and I haven't made it yet, but I want to try it. And if I like it, you know, you kind of owe it to it. I think it's kind of the same thing. It's like you really realize what you're doing. I think the it's very sobering when you are actually hunting for your own food and you're taking a life or when you're going to a gun range and you're trying all these guns that people talk about all the time and mm-hmm. you're actually trying it. It really makes everything very real. And I think that's really important in life. Well, here's the thing that was interesting to me is mm-hmm. it's a lot of effort to I mean, for me, it was it was a lot of effort to put everything together from like loading the magazine to putting the magazine in to racking it to, Mm -hmm. you know, the safety and all of that stuff. So, I mean, at least with the one I was using, it was not a simple process. Right. And then, um, and then the safe that it was in, you know, there's a combination and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's, if I think if it's done correctly, it's really difficult, you know, to, to, you know, put everything together. So I think that's a good thing, you know, yes. as, as far as like safety, especially if you have small children, because mm-hmm. you, you hear about like little kids doing things like that. Sure. And well, cause you know, people just leave their shit on the side of their bed. Oh, right. Or it's like, and, and it's already loaded. And cause right. I mean, like a little kid would never have been able to rack that. That would have been like extraordinarily, they just wouldn't have. Right. But you know, so, I mean, obviously people are leaving guns around loaded that's and insane. That's right, just, which is not why you did this. You obviously did no, this no, no, because no. just like the rest, not well, at least in our family, the, the curiosity to try things that we've never tried before eventually motivates us to try it. And you had an opportunity. You tried it. You can aim. And you said something about your arm being tired or something, though. What did you say? I just said I'm weak because the oh. thing is, is that <laughs> it's heavy, you know, it's just like anything like um, when little kids start writing and using a pencil, it feels foreign because they, they don't mm-hmm. usually contort their hand that way or like right. using chopsticks. It's like you're not used to like holding them that way. So it feels weird. So yeah. same thing with this. You're not used to holding your hands that way. And having something do something so powerful that you need that kind of muscle strength to do it. Yes. But I'm sure if you do it often, then it becomes, you know, normal. I just think that if everybody did it, it would change the perspective on what these thing these tools are. I just think mm-hmm. it what no matter what your opinion is on guns, it is a very sobering I would think it sounds like it was a very sobering experience. Well, it was definitely it. a learning experience. I mean, I yes. definitely felt, the, at least the way Victor t- showed me, it was right. very educational. Of course. Anyway, I learned a lot about safety. Yes. And I learned a lot about how the proper use of a weapon, yes. the proper way to aim and the best places to aim. And, you yeah. know, not just a willy nilly around and, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. So, I mean, it was very, yeah. 
it was just very articulate and accurate. So yes. it wasn't just a matter of just like, all right, here you go. Go bang Have around fun. all over the place. Yeah. Right. Like, I saw um, this YouTube video. There's these guys called the Try Guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen them. I have. They they went to the gun range one time. They dressed up in tuxedos because they wanted to be like 007. <laughs> they were trying all these crazy guns. They tried right. like, you know, the Dirty Harry gun, which was like a 55, I think, or something like that. Something okay. ridiculous. Some big thing. And, you know, and then a bunch of other guns and, you know, and they're just like, ah, and they were turning around and doing spins and like, you know, at the, oh my gosh. and totally being crazy. And what they said was, you know, they, they were all pretty anti-gun and they said at the end, they're just like, I still think I probably would never own one, sure. but I think it's because they probably went about the completely wrong way. You know, they, they went at it with an entertainment, you know, right, right, but, right. I would, I would definitely say that my, I, I would love to go to a gun range and try a few different options. I can tell you that I know that I would never own one personally. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it would increase my desire to have one. Situationally, I think there's reasons to own a gun, but mm-hmm. I, I also, you know, I, I also am never ever going to turn down an opportunity to try a new experience and learn something new about something that I know very little about, which is, I think, what you did. And I, and I'm, I'm proud of you because yeah. a lot of people are terrified to try things like that, and I'm not. I would do it if I, if I wanted to. I also want to try bow hunting, you know, but yeah. I have to go to a range first. You know, I've got. To, I would never want to try to kill a creature and not know what I was doing or archery or whatever. I mean, I'm down for all that shit so yeah, i mean before i was just even scared to see one in a room somewhere because his brother yeah. was a cop for years and yes. he would just come home and he'd you know put it on the counter or whatever and i was oh, just like, oh. I'm like can you put is- that thing away i'm like is it gonna go off by itself you know or yeah, i just it's I like didn't a bomb understand. or something <laughs> but i yeah. mean they are definitely far more powerful than i i anticipated and really? so interesting. That, Very interesting that was really surprising wow very well, surprising I'm really glad that you did that. I, I think yeah, that's a, it was an interesting experience. Well, good for you. And I, I definitely want to try something like that one day for sure. As I well. think I'm going to start doing things that I've never done before uh, just to try them now. Just, I think you, you should. Know? It's a really great way to live your life for sure. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'll try uh, hiking or something. No, I, that sounds hard. But I know hiking's fun. I love hiking actually, but I, mean, I, hear I like you. hiking, but I don't like like constantly going up a slant for like a long period of time. That's, <laughs> that hurts. So Everest is out is what you're saying. <laughs> You'll oh, never climb God. Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, no, never that. That's funny. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get to our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Okay, so <laughs> I assume I know where this occurred. No, it was not at the gun range. Oh, what? Okay. Actually, I, I just told you what happened was when I oh screamed, the screaming. Okay, this just happened this morning. It was really well. It, okay, it was disgusting, but okay. it was funny. Okay, so like I told you before we started the show, um, the, the kids got dropped off kind of early today, and so Ryan and I we were just like. Um, what were we doing? Brian and I always quote like movies or stand up comedians or, you know, just back and forth to each other. And we start laughing mm-hmm. after we bought the donuts this morning. <laughs> 
driving to school and um, I said to him, I be like, I said, uh, hey, 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 Papa, what's what's wrong with Grandpa's foot? He's like, what do you mean? What's wrong with your Grandpa's foot? <laughs> he's like, he's got a two by four nailed to a shoe. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> and then Ryan started laughing. He's all, I like the part where he's like, lifts his leg and he's just kind of like sweeping it back and forth on the floor, <laughs> you know, like it's not moving. <laughs> so he said that and he started laughing and then all of a sudden he started sneezing. Oh. And so he sneezed twice, and then he's like, uh-oh. And I'm like, what? I'm like, do you need a tissue? He's like, uh. And I look over, and he has a booger on his arm. <laughs> and I was oh, just like, <coughs> okay. It gets worse, Jimmy. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. I, I, can you handle this? Yes! Go. Okay, so I don't even know if I'm going to be able to say it. Do it. So we were probably like a half a block from his school, and um, he's like, mom, don't look. And I'm like, all right. And so then I look, of course. <laughs> Go. Do it. Get through it. You can do it. Okay. I think you know what he did. Paula, he fucking ate it. He licked it off his arm. Your son? <laughs> Your son ate a booger? <coughs> so. <coughs> so after he did that, I was like. <gasps> so I was like gagging profusely. And I was making like almost vomiting sounds, and it it was involuntary. Okay, and did so he do, did he look you in the eye when he did it? Well, I wasn't supposed to be looking because he said, "Mom, don't look." And so, <laughs> so we pull up the school parking lot, and I'm still going. And, and right before we pulled in, I'm like, "I need air," so I rolled down the window. And so we're pulling in the parking lot. And he's like, "Mom, stop, please, mom." <laughs> so I can't pull. <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> Did he spit it out? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> What's happening? I'm I didn't afraid. look. I didn't look. And so I was gagging too much to even Why? know. Because Why? No, no, no. Why did he think this was the option? Is there Jimmy, no random I... piece of paper or receipt? I opened the glove box because I thought I had napkins in there, but it was too late. That's when I looked over at him because I was opening the glove box to get a napkin and he just had done what he had done. I can't. I can't. What? Oh, oh, wow. So I was making extremely loud gagging noises. (sighs) Yes. The windows were down. Yes. He pulled in the parking lot. He was begging me to stop. And I'm like, ready? Can't stop. No. no, Oh, my God. And so... He says, please just roll up the window. And I'm like, I need air. Oh, and my God. So he got out of the car. He has a dance today. And so I said, I'll see you at 15. He's like, we're only 520. Bye. And then he ran. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, hoo, hoo, hoo. I am like profusely gagging in my car. Fortunately, oh. it was early. So there really weren't any students around. Sure. But the, 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 I, I don't even think I came to a full stop. I think I was still rolling when he hopped out of the car. <laughs> I'm struggling so badly right now. Because he didn't want anyone to see or hear me. And then. <sighs> wow. I almost want him to. I almost want him punished. But well, I you can punish so. him when he comes to your house. Tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. That's awful. Mine's not like that at all. Oh, my God. Just, <sighs> Jimmy, it was. Well, I called Victor and I had to tell him right away what his son had done. Why? So. Oh, how did you repeat the story? I, with more gagging. Wow, <laughs> just, I'm struggling. Like uh, my 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 um, what are those taste buds in the in the corner of your jaws? You know when you know you're getting ready to throw up when you're drunk and you can feel it. 
Oh, like the salivary glands. The salivary glands were in overdrive. I'm yeah, but struggling. you're like particularly sensitive because I remember one time the four of us went out to sushi and I told you, I don't know what I was talking about, but I, I described something smelling like fingers and you turned the air conditioning on in your car and rolled down a window. <laughs> well... And like you kind of just fingers? started breathing like quite heavily through your nose. And I'm just well, like, are you all right? And you're like, I'm struggling. <laughs> we all have our weaknesses. Okay. Just, I just, I can't help it. <laughs> are you going to be all right? I told you. Yes. I'm like, can you hear yes. the story? I'm fine. I'm fine. Yes. I'm moving on. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Speaking of disgusting. Okay. So I follow this one guy on Instagram. I can't remember the, the, the name right now, but it's basically, he's a UFC fighter he goes by, I think it's Black Beast UFC. I think that's the Instagram. But he posts a lot of crazy videos. Really? And, yeah, it's like people tripping and falling or getting run over by cars, but they survive because they, they hit awesome. him just right that they didn't get killed or whatever. All kinds of weird shit mm. like that. Yesterday, he posted one of a woman. You see her. It's a security camera at a grocery store. And this white woman is walking near the in the freezer section. She's walking gingerly. She she puts her bag down, squats, moves her cut off jeans to the right and squirts diarrhea on the floor (gasps) and then gets up and walks away. She even looks at it and then walks away. Why did she do that? I don't know. But I watched it. I said the same thing. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Was this like in San Francisco or something? No, she was a normal woman. Just, I mean, she had cut off jeans, shorts on, but in public. But other than that, it was crazy. I was like, why would you do that? And then you're going to get caught. There are cameras everywhere in a grocery store. Well, how can you have diarrhea and not wipe? That stuff is acidic. It burns your butthole. And then not only that, but it's just like, and here's, of course, me. I'm looking at going, she's pooping awfully close to that bag of purchases. Like, it's real close. Like, there's a spray thing going. And there's no way she didn't get spray on her bag of purchases. That's disgusting. It was disgusting. No doubt. What is this guy's name? You don't know? Oh, I'll find it and I'll send you the link. I, everyone, okay. I mean, every, he's very popular. I just can't think of the name of it. Anyway, here's my awkward moment. So the other day, Daryl and I were watching um, TV. Mm-hmm. And it was probably like 6 o'clock. Now, it's already starting to get dark. And I'm so disappointed because summer's truly coming to an end. So it it gets dark really fast, but it was still dusky. And so we were watching TV and then all of a sudden there's this super loud boom, but it doesn't sound like an explosion. It sounds like a big piece of metal like fell like a garage door or something had Mm -hmm. fallen and it was so loud it shook the house. The oh dog started. The dog started to bark. Everything's insane. So Dar- I said, I, I wonder if that was the neighbors because you know we are surrounded by retired people. And We're then li- Ginger and her non-lesbian roommate. Ginger, the the drunk divorcee, has nary a. I never see her. She's literally fallen off the earth. Like the woman never ever is appears. Even she's when Daryl's outside. Yeah, she's done being friendly. She, oh. I never ever see them, and I'm glad. Well, maybe now way. that she knows she can't score with Daryl, she doesn't bother. <clears throat> well, that and she rammed into our, you know, a, a friend of ours' car on top. Oh, of. I didn't know that. Yes, so it's the whole thing. They're embarrassed. <clears throat> I'm sure they can't wait to move, and I can't. We, we, none of us can wait for them to move. So anyway, um, I'm like, oh my god, I hope it wasn't one of our neighbors. Like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he goes, yeah, really. So we, we we go out on the deck. Our neighbors are on their deck. The neighbors behind us are out looking around as well. Everybody heard it. And we were like, Neil, are you guys okay over there? They're like, what? Oh, yeah, we're fine. Are you okay? We're like, yeah. 
And so I yell really loud, I thought something fell on you! <laughs> and Daryl, Daryl looks at me and he goes, what? And I said, I thought something fell. Like, it sounded like something fell and maybe they were under it. And, he, and here's the thing. I don't even realize sometimes when I create backstories in my brain, I just assume that what I'm thinking could have happened has happened. And so I'm like, I thought maybe something big had fallen on you. And they're like, uh, no, you can see well, we're totally we're, we're, fine. We're, we're, we're not the wicked witch of the West. They're like, no, we're, we're standing upright. We're good. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. Just making sure. And so not, I walk we're away. We're not dead yet. And Daryl's like, falling on them? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It sounded like a big splat. I wasn't And they probably sure. got inside and they're probably like, why us specifically? Like, does <laughs> well, she because not like they're us? old. No, they're old and we were worried. Oh, so because they're old, whatever metal piece targeted them specifically. I thought maybe something hit them or fell on them, and I didn't know. <laughs> Daryl's like, fallen on them? I'm like, hey, at least I'm concerned, okay? At least I remember his name. I don't know his wife's name at all, but I, like, at least I know who Neil is. I used to call, I called him Nick for two years before someone finally corrected me. Oh, God. So, yes. That's hilarious. Well, did you I ever know. find out what it was? No, nobody could find it. The whole God, neighborhood. That's so frustrating. The whole neighborhood was out looking to make sure everyone was okay because it was a really weird sound. We're all but okay. Everyone's all right. No one's. <laughs> no one's been smashed by anything like a giant spatula. <laughs> I checked on the oldest couple. They're still alive. Everyone's here and accounted for. <laughs> yeah, we're all alive. So we thought maybe it was a car accident, or you know, maybe somebody dropped a. You know, picking up and dropping a uh, what are those giant trash cans? The big oh maybe container ones. Why can't I use words today? Anyway, that's it. That was my awkward moment. So okay, there you have it. Well, well, I think that's it for us today. Please click on or go visit uglytruth.com. Click on our Amazon button. Start your Halloween shopping, and then also visit lipandclip.com for makeup, skincare. Uh, other fun stuff i'm sure they have fun fall halloween things already starting so uh get that checked out other than that uh enjoy your rest of your sunday and we'll talk to you on wednesday thanks for listening and sharing the show see you next time on the ugly truth